Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Agent Tony Camarena. I'm Alicia Thayer. And I'm El Rodriguez, and today we're talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 1, Episode 12, Seeds. The original air date was January 14th, 2014. Ooh. And as always, here is our Wiki- Wikipedia summary to follow. While at S.H.I.E.L.D. Academy, Ward, Fitz, Simmons, and Skye investigate an attack upon Seth, a popular cadet with an ice machine that can freeze people in their surroundings. Another ice machine soon freezes cadet Donnie Gill, though the agents are able to save him. While the rest of the team interrogates the other cadets, Fitz befriends Donnie, seeing much of himself in him, and helps him solve a problem with with a new power source. Meanwhile, Coulson and May go to Mexico City to find a former agent named Richard Lumle, who tells them of a mission 24 years earlier involving Sky, an 084 with apparent superhuman abilities. The team deduces that the cadets are building a bigger ice machine for Quinn, and with the better power source, Seth and Donnie give Quinn a demonstration, creating a massive ice storm. Though the team apprehends Donnie, Seth is killed by the storm, and Donnie gains the apparent uh, cryokinetic abilities. Later, Coulson calls Quinn, who has connections to the clairvoyant. We need a sound effect for that. Seriously, though. Alright, guys. Question number one. Why the hell weren't the Avengers called when S.H.I.E.L.D. was being attacked by a giant ice storm? I feel like this is Avengers level shit. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It kind of, I mean, it could have just been science experiment gone wrong for a while, right? Yeah. I mean, they wanted to keep it internal. They didn't want anyone else to know that, you know, this, this cool thing could be happening there. And hey, all of a sudden they can control snow or ice right. weather yeah. stuff. But that's like, that was like a major storm. At least if you look at the, um, the radar that they show later in the episode. That was like, I don't know where in the country it is, but it was probably causing giant amount of damage. That's something you at least call Tony Stark in for. I'm not sure what he could have done. Oh, yeah. I mean, at one point, we see a... Hmm? Save people. He could fly against the uh, wind and get um, people out of there. I mean, Captain America's useless. Thor is in Asgard, and um, the Hulk is... I think would Thor would have had a better, least... a better chance of combating it. He could have uh, swung his hand... Oh. No, I completely agree. I completely agree. It's just he's in Asgard, so uh, they couldn't get a hold of him right now. Or, yeah. Yeah. Well, Tony no, Stark he's not. Also, he's, no, like, he's not in Asgard. Yeah, this is Thor Yeah. He's on Earth. Right? What he the hell? Com- right? He Dropping could, the ball, could, could have combated it. He could have swung <laughs> Mjolnir around in the opposite direction of the storm, creating the wind power to diffuse the actual storm. Mm-hmm. Hell, if it works for the Flash, it would work for <laughs> Thor. <laughs> well, how long... How long did the storm actually take? Would they have had time to make it there? It doesn't tell us, but they do call it a super storm. I mean, it... And I'm sorry if it's a super storm. There's no way it fused in like half an hour. That That's days. 
Yeah. Well, no natural way. I mean, <laughs> it kind of seemed like once they turned the machine off or, you know, that kind of stuff, they, they were able to diffuse mm, no. it. There's, we're, we're in the sci-fi realm now I, They didn't point, right? diffuse it, though. We, we can't assume Well, no, but they didn't work. diffuse it. They, they got, got struck, struck by lightning. Yeah, exactly. They got struck by lightning. It didn't get diffused. How? How what? I'm trying to remember. How did they stop the storm? They didn't. They never give an explanation for it. It's one of my dishonorable mentions. Yeah. They just go, oh, wait, hand wave. Don't worry about that no more. The kid got killed. Don't worry about it no more. Yeah. Like, I watched this, like, two hours ago. I did, too. The fact that I couldn't remember it. (laughs) Like, all right. Well, now that we've torn apart the plot of this episode, let's get into our uh, top three. (laughs) Al, let's start with you. Uh, okay, yeah. So uh, my number three is uh, Fitz. Uh, basically, at some point uh, when they're at the academy, someone tells him he's the smartest person to go through the academy. Uh, and his response was uh, basically, um, well, yeah, of course I'm the smartest. I mean, maybe Simmons, because, you know, I have a crush on her and everything. But, you know, she cheats, so really it's me. I'm the smartest. That's not what he said. Simmons is, like, technically smartest. He's, he said that she <laughs> well, loves exactly, homework more than that's life what itself. He was saying. <laughs> exactly in his mind she by was loving cheating. homework more than life yep. itself i think that's doing more work than he did not cheating well yeah but he's making an excuse so like she probably got better grades of him than him mm. when they were together yeah. uh, in school yeah exactly he's just trying to 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 make it you know make the case for him saying yes of course i'm the smartest one there's this other person who i think but you know it's it's probably actually me see that's not what i took away huh. from that <laughs> My my thoughts for that one was uh, he's saying that if this gets back to her, that basically he didn't want to be the one that was like, oh, yeah, I'm the smartest one. He's like, no, well, well, technically she's smarter. He wants her, her to know that. No, wait, I, I was saying good things about you. I'm not I'm not going to be bragging and say I'm the smartest one. You're 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 technically smarter sort of thing. No, I don't think he was caring about her. The way I got it from it is like if you look up our grades somehow, if you ever mm-hmm. get access to that or say it to a teacher they'll call you out and it's like technically she has higher grades but really ah. it's me so <laughs> yeah but no that was that was good yeah. um alicia what's your number three uh my number three was uh may's admission about her and ward just the way that it came out and she's like huh. i have something to tell you the- uh ward and i are sleeping together yeah, this is a partial uh-uh. punt for me but okay. go ahead I'll, I'll- no, go ahead. You'll finish. I'll right. talk about it later. Uh, Keep going. So, uh, it, it was just like, she says it, and then there's like no resolution for it till the, like the end. She's like, did you, did you hear what I said? He's like, which part? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, the one about it. He's like, yeah, I heard. She's like, oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Like, she's such <laughs> the awkward teenager right in that moment. It was funny. Yeah. She's the awkward teenager admitting um, to death, also, what like, she did. Mm. Yeah, but I like the confidence that Colson has in her. It is like if it gets out of hands, she'll end it. Like he knows that, so he's not mm-hmm. worried about them having a relationship. It's not like anyone else. He trusts um uh, more um he trusts uh, May. He wouldn't trust Sky to have a relationship. He probably wouldn't trust even Fitz and Simmons getting together because it would interfere mm-hmm. with her work. But he trusts May that it wouldn't interfere yeah. with anything. Yeah. Alright, um, my number three. Uh, question for you. How do you get rid of a super freezing device? 
you smash the damn thing, and there's no right. bad repercussions. I just thought, <laughs> I just thought that was a little bit comic booky, a little bit ridiculous, and a little bit awesome because it's like, isn't that what Ward should have done in the first place? Just with his background, was mm-hmm. smashing it. Yeah. Well, that's what we would assume, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, at the same time, we have no idea. Like, I would have no idea what to do with something once I find the machine. So. He defaulted to what would probably be the expert in the area, Fitz, to say, yeah, no, just smash it. Just smash the damn thing. Yeah, whatever you were thinking about earlier again, you were right. (laughs) (laughs) Which probably isn't good, because that probably gives Ward, like, the idea that in the future, oh yeah, I'll just smash it. That'll always be the right (laughs) idea, because the the tech guy said that once. (laughs) Once. If it worked here, it'll work every single time. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, um, I'm going to go into my number two just because it links up with Alicia's. Yeah. Uh, my whole it was the whole scene actually in the car with uh May and Phil talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coulson's having I mean for good reason he has a real existential crisis. He knows that he shouldn't be alive and he's just like not coping with it well. And he's thinking about he's uh, like going against Shield almost rooting out secrets, talking about. Everything is damaged. All these secrets are damaged to everyone. And as soon as he says that, May comes out with his com- her confession. And then, nope, yep. it's time to go. <laughs> but I like that um, Phil really, like, being tempted against S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, they like they broke him on the inside a little bit. I mean, he heals a little bit in this, but he's still a broken man. A little bit? Well, he... he they broke him quite yeah, a no, bit. they broke him on the inside. He heals a little bit, is what I said. Mm, yeah. Yes, by the end of the yeah. episode, he does. Yeah, but I just like that you don't. Um, as we get more into serialized television nowadays, if we watch this on Star Trek, this would happen to Captain Kirk in the next episode. He doesn't even remember it happening. I like how these characters can actually evolve closer to real people. Agreed. All right, um, Alicia, what's your number two? It my number two was the oh god i don't know i think my number two was the the reappearance of lola's tech the fact that she can fly and sort of thing i just Uh was like hey they didn't forget about that yay they brought it back yeah, that was an honorable mention for me. Like, the guy climbs the uh, fire escape and Lolo just raises <laughs> Yeah, right like, Coulson's like, I'm not even like getting that. out the car. <laughs> He's like, hi, I'm Agent <laughs> Coulson of S.H.I.E.L.D. And the guy goes, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. But who knows? Like he, did... he was planning. Like, he was right. ready for it. Well, he was ready for someone, but it could have been... Centipede or whoever killed off all those agents right. back in the That's day. That's what he assumed. Oh, I meant Coulson. It's like he was ready to use to use Lola. Oh, Coulson. He was just sitting there waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um. Al, what's your number two? Uh. So my number two is when Ward and Sky are talking in front of the memorial of uh, all the Shield agents who who mm-hmm. died you know, working for Shield. Mm-hmm. Um. And it was. Uh, it was interesting because we're kind of seeing some of that growth between the two of them. Sky, on the sense that she she's basically saying she doesn't feel worthy, even though from last episode we know that she she totally is you know an agent pretty much at this point, right? She's been doing this training, and she's able to to carry on right. her own. Um, and Ward 
because he recognized that she is one of S.H.I.E.L.D. at this point. You know, she hasn't gone through the same, you know, schooling of all this kind of stuff that everyone else has, like the building they're in, but she is definitely well i think it's also the fact Mm -hmm. that they were making fun of her at the beginning of it too when they were talking about the different schools about which one's the hardest get into and and then they just basically tell her the one that she'd be in is the easiest one to get into i'm like it, it can't make you feel good that like your skills which you think are pretty great are like nothing comparatively to shield i mean to to what other yeah. programs a shield has to offer. So I think certain things I think that get said don't mean to hurt her as much as they do. Mm-hmm. And then the previous episode or not previous episode, a couple of episodes ago where they were pranking her because she never went to the Academy. So it really points out the fact that she's not a real shield agent in their eyes. Maybe they don't mean intentionally, but she's not full shield agent because mm-hmm. she didn't go to the Academy and didn't do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let's go on to some number ones. Um, Alicia, you want to do your number one? Sure. Uh, mine is uh, a mixture of kind of two scenes. Uh, it was uh, Colson telling Sky about what he found out in Mexico, and his also being kind of like, uh, like him restoring his humanity a little bit of his humanity faith in humanity i guess being like she saw the good in this where everybody else would have been like i can't i can't deal and she's like that means you guys were there for me the whole time it wasn't Mm -hmm. because nobody wanted me it's because you guys were protecting me Uh, and so just like his him telling her and like just watching that scene and watching her like cry and break down and he and then the scene later where he like grabs her hand when May is flying into the eye of the storm, just holding onto her, giving her the comfort. It's like, oh, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I was really glad that um, that he told her because one of my dishonorables is when Agent May says, you know, no one else can find out about this, including Sky, mm-hmm. which I really didn't like. And I'm, I'm glad that Coulson ended up telling her. Mm hmm. Yeah, um, this is, uh, your number one is partially my number one. Mm-hmm. It's more of the theme of this show, or this episode anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite theme in any media is uh, people having the choice. Right. The choice between good and bad, light and dark. This whole, the ending of this episode is about Sky's choice to still be a good person versus uh, Gil's choice, Donnie Gill's choice, to use his powers for evil. Um, you something terrible happens to you, and you can either keep going on the straight and narrow path, or working with the people who are good to you, or you can try to sell your powers to the highest bidder, or use your powers for evil. And I like that as you really show the dichotomy between Sky and uh, Gil in this. Well, the, the problem I have with that one right there is that he was convinced to do that. He didn't. He didn't really want to do it. And especially because he tried to change it back and was like, forget the money. Like, he, I, I think until he accidentally killed his friend, uh, he was fine. It was the point where his friend died that he lost oh, it. Yeah. yeah, he definitely, he uh, realized he went too far when his friend died. But still, he was still doing a bad thing. And 
yeah, he's uh, just that look at when he's when they're taking him away. The look on his face, he didn't change. He's not a better person now. I think something terrible happened, and he's still a bad guy. Mm-hmm. It's just he's going to do it for different motivations, maybe revenge, maybe something else other than money. But cool motive, still murder, as I said with Loki. Mm. He's still a bad guy. Yeah, he didn't do it on purpose, though. Mm. Yeah, he was selling. He was betraying Shield and selling his tech to um, the clairvoyant or um, the guy who works for clairvoyant. I can't remember his name. Yeah, I mean, they don't know anything about Centipede as far as we know, but that's still how that ends up going. Mm-hmm. All right, um, Al, what's your number one? Uh, so my number one is uh, basically the, the concept of the boiler room, right? You have uh, everyone kind of here in the school, and they just made this awesome, cool clubhouse kind of thing. Um, and, uh, you know, all the work, they, they kind of went into it, too. Like, they even have a bar there right for Mm -hmm. for drinks which i i'm kind of curious about the logistics of this room and it seems to me that you know shield itself knows about the boiler room it's probably a common you know known thing it's not really sure as all they know about now oh yeah because everyone they had to use it as the uh you know the underwater bunker for the storm um but how did they get some of those things um and uh, i kind of put as a as an 084 do, do they have a budget? Like, does every student there have, like, a personal projects budget for just playing around with things? I'm sure they do. I'm sure they want them to think outside the box to be able to do the stuff that they really want to do. I think that's one of the benefits of getting into S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. is you can experiment with a much higher budget than you would even at a major school in real life like MIT you would still have a much larger budget working for S.H.I.E.L.D. because S.H.I.E.L.D. can use any other tech. Mm-hmm. I think, also, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the icer that Fitz and Simmons makes, they've probably been working on that for years by the time the show work starts. And they are just out of the academy because they're the youngest graduates. Well, that's right. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm yeah. sure, like, they use their stuff all the time. Like, their student stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. But I'm also kind of curious, you know, if, if you know they had a budget for all of that kind of stuff. Um, who, like, where, where did the pool table come from? That's expensive. I mean, someone probably had to fill in an expense report for that, right? Or did they just grab one? Did, does S.H.I.E.L.D. school have one and they took it? They had to, like, in the middle of the night, a couple of them went and picked it up. Or they have a, a gravity, they... anti-gravity gun, which would be awesome. Yeah, or they stole it from... Um... The ops school, or one of their competitor on um, shield schools as a prank. <laughs> oh, I love it! I really hope that's what it was. Cause like we know Ward's family's rich, mm-hmm. so they probably have rich people somewhere either there or they someone made a donation to the school at some point, or that's like um, what's the name of the guy the um in. Uh, Winter Soldier, who uh, ends up, who's the head of Nick Fury. He probably donated to the school at one point, or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are plenty of places where they could have gotten something like that. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I was just wondering, really, where did it come from? I was I was hoping there was some cool, funny story. Um, but yeah, that works too, I guess. I feel like they stole <laughs> it, using an anti-gravity ray and some an invisibility cloak and whatever they else they have at S.H.I.E.L.D. Hogwarts. <laughs> 
and that would be awesome. <laughs> so that's my head cannon now. All right. <laughs> when they have their bring back the one shots, they'll do an episode about that. The competition, hopefully. <laughs> all right. Um. Did we go through all our number ones? Yeah, I think we did. All right. Um. So I've got one honorable mention, or I'm sorry, three honorable mentions, one dishonorable, and one wait for. Mm, I already talked to my my dishonorable, so that was it. Alright, Al? Uh, we actually talked about a majority of the ones I have, so I'm down to a single 084 and a single honorable mention. Alright. Then I'll um, start with my dishonorable. Alright. Where, uh, there, it's the opening scene. The pool scene. You've got these kids sneaking into the pool to celebrate end of testing or whatever they're celebrating. Mm-hmm. You've got the creepy kid in the corner. Two of the kids jump in and the third girl's like, Oh, come on, guys. And they're like, relax, live a little. Nothing could go wrong. Completely saying that everything's going to go wrong. Mm. And kind of, <laughs> that I feel like is an overused trope in uh, usually horror movies, but definitely I got that feeling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I'll go with your 084 and then I'll do mine. Okay. Yeah. So my 084. Um... So during that, kind of towards the intro, uh, pretty much right after the scene you were just talking about, we see Coulson um, looking over, like, photos of himself when he was dead, because he Uh got that information. Um, One of them, it has... Is that what those were? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty then. Yeah. So for some reason, um, one of them, it didn't show his full name, and I wonder why. It said Coulson, comma, P-H... And then it gets all squiggly, and we don't see the rest of his name. Hmm. Which makes me wonder, is Phil hmm. his real name? Or did the printer at the um, company that they that they used when they were actually making the episode just mess up, and they didn't care enough? One of those two all things. The above. <laughs> yeah. What what would his um his real name be if it's not Phil Coulson? Something other, well, else that starts with a PH. Well, it could be Philip. Which Phil okay. is short for, which I had to look up because um, I'm stupid in that regard. <laughs> um, but I couldn't think of anything else. Fry, P H R Y. P H R Y, yeah. F- uh, Franklin, P H R, again. I don't <laughs> well, think these well, are real P H names. Yeah, no, we're, we're just taking F names and, and changing them. Yeah. Farnsworth. Also F. Uh, we're just going with um, Futurama characters. Yeah, I was wondering how far we could get before calling <laughs> it out, but I can't. I can't think of any more. Yeah. Fabender. <laughs> Fabender. <laughs> Fleela. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway. Oh. <laughs> uh, and that was it. That was my wait for. So I, I'm just kind of curious if that ever comes back, but it's probably a one-off that meant nothing, and um, it'll it'll never happen again. <laughs> the the last episode is like, did you guys know my name was Felicia? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh yeah, my 084 is um the plot of this reminds me a lot of the movie Scream where you have one guy who's obviously the bad guy and then he gets stabbed and it's, it's actually two guys who did the crime 
And it just reminded me, like, yeah, that's... I've seen that before. Where it's Donnie and the other guy. No one ever remember... Or I can never remember the other guy's name. But it ended up being two mm-hmm. guys who were both um, victimized so they couldn't... Uh, they wouldn't be suspects. And then... Um, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll do... One of my honorables, and then Al, you can do yours, and I'll do my other ones, just so I'm not talking forever. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. Alright, um, I like when they're walking out, and they're talking about how young a Sky looks, so they can, uh, she can pretend like she's a student there. It's like, they, uh, she calls out Fitz, like, Fitz, you look younger than me. It's like, a time comes when you'll be jealous. Jealous, wrinkly old hags. I was just like... <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually something my sister is... 27 and she still looks like she's 16 and she says the same thing like when we make fun of her for how young she looks it's like you guys will be jealous someday <laughs> that's what my mom says because I, I i get carded every time i get order something to drink Ev- like i'm not kidding i go to a restaurant that doesn't card anybody else i'm the one that gets carded and my mom's like you'll appreciate it when you're older and i'm like no i'm sick of getting carded i'm 28 let me be <laughs> <laughs> the weird thing Wanna is, order a she, drink, God damn it. she orders a Coca Cola and she gets carded. So I think there's some other situation happening. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, I no. so I started appreciating something like this uh, about a year ago. So I live um, to, to our listeners. I live in basically a college town, uh, but I'm 29. I've been out of college mm-hmm. for years, and uh, I'll go and I'll I'll get a haircut or I'll do something, and then people start talking like, "Oh, are you a student here?" Like, "Oh no." No, but thank you for thinking I'm that young, as you <laughs> cut my gray hairs. <laughs> right. Alright, um, I've got uh, two more honorable mentions. Oh, no, I have one. Because one of my honorable mentions was Lola flying to the fire escape. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, my last honorable mention is uh, they're asking Ward, who's in the, um, in the boiler room, to get to Gil and the other guy who has the in the middle of the storm and he goes like yeah I can definitely get there and he opens the door closes it yeah I can't get there <laughs> the car is being flipped and the, everything yeah that right. was that was definitely fun him uh, uh, realizing there are some things he can't do which is yeah. kind of nice sometimes for characters they're still yeah. human yep they're not superheroes mm-hmm. okay. unlike other so, people since we're kind of talking about it um, while we've been recording this episode, I pulled up the episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. just to make sure. Um, and yes, there's even a line in there where they say, we're going to have to wait out the storm. So they just wait for it to end. That's okay. It. So. Okay. Potentially hours and millions of dollars of damage because looking at the size of the storm. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't. Probably people dead. Hi. Cats mm-hmm. attacking left and right. <laughs> Um, but no, no, don't, don't. He literally put his face in front of the microphone and did that. By the way, no, don't, don't call any of the Avengers. That would be silly. That's a waste of resources. No, you need to call an Iron Man. You need to call him Thor at very least. I mean, Tony Stark right. is at least you know one of the smartest people in the world. He might have something that can help with this yeah. already. I mean, and because he flew from, um. Uh, it's from California to Iraq in like half an hour. He can make it to wherever you are in the country in like 10 minutes. Unless you're in right. Tennessee. 
For some reason, it took him for a long time to fly to Tennessee in Iron Man 3. <laughs> right? I don't know why that took that long. He went the opposite direction. <laughs> he went around. He went east. No, west. He went west. <laughs> east would be a good thing. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm trying to remember that movie. When he flew out of the water when he was unconscious, didn't he go over the ocean? Oh, he yeah. did, yeah. Shoot, he went <laughs> west. <laughs> That's why he was out of batteries. <laughs> like, 20, 12 hours later. Oh my god. Okay, that movie just got a little better in my mind. <laughs> it wasn't him that made the flight plan, too, right? Wasn't no, it, it was Jarvis. God oh, damn it, Jarvis. Jarvis messed up. That's well, Jarvis we, was kind of injured anyway. That's, that's why we my, can't That's my trust, story. I'm sticking to it. Yeah, we can't trust Vision. He can mess up, too. <laughs> Too human now. Yep. All right. Mm. Anyway, uh, Easter eggs mm. and connections. Not a. Al. Uh, I have two. Uh, I get the feeling one of mine is something that's going to be on your list, Tony. Because. Oh yeah, I've got four. One. Oh okay. But you go take it away. Oh okay. So my first one is is the one that's probably on your list. Uh, it's a uh, you know when Simmons mentioning that the building for the Science and Tech Academy was used for SSR stuff before Shield. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's trying to educate Sky, who who's like, no no no, I know SSR stands for you know Strategic Scientific Reserve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the other Easter egg was uh, during that same exact scene um, when we actually look at the building for the the academy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a banner saying there's an exobiology area, which I had to look up what that meant, and that's oh. studying life on other planets. So, S.H.I.E.L.D. has a division where they're studying life on other planets. Now, it's probably not as cool as we want to think, but maybe it is, considering in the Marvel Universe, there's a lot of stuff on other planets, and they might know a lot already. Yeah, they definitely know about the Chitari and the, um, the Asgardians, so... There's a pretty good chance they have more. Yeah, and that could be new, right? Yeah. I mean, at this point, because it's been some number of years since Thor stuff went down and the Battle of New York. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, there, there there, could just be a lot more information they know that we yeah. haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't see that one at all. There was, was a cool. tree in the way. You, you couldn't see the whole word, but it was close enough. <laughs> Alright, yeah, so I've still got three more, because, yeah, you did take my SSR-based one. Ha-ha. <laughs> um, so they have the Wall of Valor, which they call out. They have Bucky on there, and they have uh, Agent Avery, who brought uh, Sky in, or didn't, or whatever, however mm-hmm. that story went. But do you think they have Coulson on that list, since it's classified that he's alive? And what happens if Captain America stops by and looks on there? Right. <laughs> good that's a good question so so tony really quickly how did you see that because i tried to look at the names i couldn't see any of them they were all too blurry for me was did, did oh, no, you no, just no. look better or no um they um sky says bucky barnes yeah oh okay oh yeah. and i just missed that completely okay <laughs> yeah and then they zoom in at the at the end they zoom in and they show her looking at uh, avery's oh okay yeah well then no never i can't mind i was just stupid I would be scaring that thing for if I could have zoomed in, but no, it wasn't good in the quality. Um, yeah, we've also got uh, Donnie Gill, the main antagonist in this movie, is a supervillain in the comics of as named Blizzard. Yeah, funny and, enough. Yeah, yeah. Shocker. No, Shocker's a different supervillain. 
Blizzard. <laughs> and then we have um, Agent Weaver, uh, who's the head of the um, the academy. I called her out because she has the actress has um, two kind of nerdy things she's been in. First of all, she was in another superhero movie. She was in Batman Begins as the secretary who Bruce Wayne flirts with and teaches how to play golf while he's waiting for um, the guy who's running Wayne Tech. Oh. And also, you guys probably both know this or might recognize her. In the ninth uh, Doctor episode, Long Game of Doctor Who, she was in that episode, the episode where they snapped their fingers and their heads opened up. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, because I yeah. don't recognize this episode, like with that description. It's this... been a while since I've seen it, so. <laughs> yeah, the future space station, whatever. If you don't know what it is, it's okay. You can look it up. Everybody, watch Ninth Doctor. He's one of the best. No, oh, I love the Ninth <laughs> Doctor. Yeah. All right, and that's all I have for this episode before we rank them. All right. Cool. Anything else? Yeah. Nope. No, yeah, nothing I'm just, for me. I'm I'm just filling airtime while I pull up the list. Alright. <laughs> 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 yeah, we have currently, this is episode number 12, so reading off our list again. In 11th place, we have The Asset. In 10th, we have The Girl in the Flower Dress. In 9th, we have The Well. In 8th, we have I Spy. In 7th, we have The Bridge. In 6th, we have Pilot. In fifth, we have repairs. In fourth, we have the hub. In third, 084. In second, the magical place. And in first place, still. Uh, Al, where would you put this one? So, overall, I enjoyed the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, not as much towards the end there, uh, but it was nice to, you know, kind of see some of this. So I, I'd say somewhere towards the middle, uh, maybe, maybe in sixth place, which we currently have the the uh, pilot episode at. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Alicia, what do you think? I think I need to re-pull up that the time. There we are. I was like, um, I think. Next time, just write them down as I read them. And then... <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> just like all our listeners do. Al says sixth place above pilot. We move pilot down. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm not sure if I'm okay with that. Well, you're getting like out it more than repairs. I like it more than repairs because it's actually a Marvel character. But if I'm not voted, <laughs> I'm not voted. <laughs> All right. So yeah, sixth place instead of pilot. Still, our champion is still. <laughs> Hopefully, soon we'll have a, another episode taking its spot. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> All right. Um. Alicia, you want to sign us out so I don't cut you off again like I did last week? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Please remember to follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind, and please give us a rating on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Otherwise, there's a giant storm. Go fly. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, we'll freeze you. Freeze you. No. Freeze again. Freeze (laughs) me. Whatever the heck. I don't remember what this is. Anyway, uh, this was the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Avengers. Sorry, not Avengers. Ha ha. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 1, Episode 12, Seeds, signing off. Have a marvelous day.